0: Part of the problem with smoking is that I get really bad dry mouth. <laughs> um, so, what was I just saying? You've been smoking the devil
1: <laughs> place, is what <laughs> you're saying. as Lapidus. Welcome to the Mickey Mouse Greenhouse. I'm KK. And I'm Wiggles. And we're here to discuss Disney Channel original movies. DCOMs. To see if they get a puff or a pass from us all the way in the late stages of capitalism, which is 2020. Sure. (laughs) I'm having fun. How are you?
0: I'm great. It's Sunday evening. We're recording and we had a really nice weekend.
1: We had a great weekend. A lot of cooking, a lot Mm -hmm. of eating, a -hmm. lot of porch time. It's been a very nice weekend here in the nation's capital. Mm -hmm. It was pushing 90 the other day. It was
0: like 88 yesterday.
1: Yeah, so a lot of time enjoying the herb on the porch. (laughs) The Mm -hmm. herb.
0: But we also planted our garden, which I'm really excited about.
1: Yeah, the the other herb.
0: The other herb garden.
1: The other get about buena, just mint, good good herb. <laughs> we love gardening. It's a seasonal thing. I feel like because of everything that's been going on, we haven't been as motivated. We got
0: a late start.
1: We got a late start for sure. Like we definitely wanted to start in like April or even March. We but
0: we even went to Home Depot like. It, like, a month or so ago, we were going to get some stuff to start a garden, and it was, like, raining that day, and there was a line to get into the store, and we just weren't prepared, and we didn't want to wait is, in the which rain. is,
1: like, another podcast that we could do, just, like, tiny, nagging complaints of the world post-quarantine. Like, having to, like, stand six feet away from people in line is kind of ridiculous. Not in, like, I don't understand how it goes, but in just, like, witnessing people line up around the block for a building is just, like, such a difference that it's kind of, like, an absurdity.
0: Yeah. Um, Today we went to Trader Joe's, and the line was serious.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was a great day. We had no problem waiting in line. Yeah. And, you know, we understand that it's, like, how we keep each other safe. It's just, like... I, I, think to I imagine, just to imagine like, three you, months ago, like, we would be in line, just kind of like, I mean, relatively on top of each other, you know?
0: Yeah, but this is what I was about to say is that, like, I much prefer this experience than, like, someone breathing on my neck at Walmart. Yeah, like, like
1: it's, it's a lot better than somebody, like, looking over your shoulder to see what's on your phone, like, or stuff like that. Like, it's. Because, I mean. It's the same distance. Like, you're still in the same line. But it just is like, I have my personal distance bubble. And Mm -hmm. you have your personal distance bubble. We each have personal distance bubbles of three feet. If -hmm. our personal distance bubbles touch, we're too close. You know? Mm -hmm.
0: But I would say, like, I don't mind. Yeah. Yeah we you said it already but like we definitely don't mind like these minor inconveniences in order to be able to heal as a community and
1: yeah
0: we also yeah live in an area where there are way more cases and deaths than in some other parts of the country and so especially where we live it's important for us to be following these guidelines
1: yeah, and so staying safe is the key, but you know. So when, our garden. <laughs> so our garden. I mean, obviously, so to the point. Like I can segue a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah. You don't
0: have I to, just didn't want us
1: yeah, to. Yeah. Forget. You can what be we were outside. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to be like in your house while mm-hmm. observing social distancing guidelines. And we're lucky enough to have a little bit of backyard space in the garden, mm-hmm. so we planted our first little pots and some flowers for out front just to, you know, beautify the facade, help mm-hmm. bring some energy back into the neighborhood. And
0: I if any like. of you guys have tips for how to keep pesky squirrels out of our garden then send them our way.
1: Yeah, this is something that you will hear throughout the summer is our frustration with all of the squirrels that will undoubtedly be eating my tomatoes. Oh,
0: yeah. We're not going to probably get like 25% like, you know, of what we plant. No. <laughs> like, we do this every year. We like plant this garden. Well, well,
1: then... this year,
0: this year, uh-huh. we have Penny. We had Penny last year, too. But
1: we didn't plant tomatoes last year. Yeah,
0: we didn't. No. we
1: never had Penny and planted
0: tomatoes. Yeah. So... She does like to keep the squirrels out of the yard. She does like to keep the squirrels
1: out of the yard. Also, we're home now, so we can just let her out into the yard whenever. Yeah. So, if she okay. is motivated... I
0: like the way you think.
1: If she is motivated, she could be, you know, getting in these squirrels, getting mm-hmm. after these squirrels, you yeah. know? But, yeah. also, she is known for not being very motivated. <laughs> she's a loaf. She She's a good dog. I just feel like us being home has completely changed
0: her oh, yeah. routine. Oh so yeah, she's, she's definitely she's become my shadow.
1: She's loafing hard. She is attached to Wiggles at the hip. And she is like, yo, I am over kibble. Give me what is on your plate, or fuck this house.
0: She loves pizza crust, but she also loves like healthy food. She's obsessed with cucumbers.
1: Basically, we need to be away from our dog for eight hours a day because it's not healthy for you know <laughs> for any of the three of us. Anyway, let's talk about uh, this week's decal, which is read it and weep. Which is a little bit of a detour. I think we talked about doing Xenon on the last one. The sequel.
0: Did we talk about that?
1: Yeah, we did. Oh, sorry. Sorry, listeners. we switched it up and we went with Read It and Weep, which was actually a great decision.
0: Yeah, it was really good.
1: It was very good. uh, But I think we came to quite the difficulty trying to... Explain the movie for mm-hmm. new audiences.
0: So to break the fourth wall a little bit, or would it? If yes, yeah,
1: is breaking the fourth wall?
0: No, 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 But I'm like, since they're not seeing our faces, is it still the fourth wall? It is. Is it like the third? Okay. Well, I mean, just talk to them. You're talking to them right okay. now. Okay. So breaking the fourth wall. This is what our podcast process looks like. So usually we watch the movie super high, and while we're watching, I take notes. And then before we record, I write the script and I write, um, well, sorry, no, I don't write the script, but I, I write out the synopsis of what we're going to talk about in the movie. And, and I kind of like put in segues between KK and I. And the reason why this episode is coming out a weekly is because I literally could not write this synopsis like there's just so many characters in it not even that there's so many characters but so many people play two characters that i kept getting stuck on how to explain it to you guys
1: yeah so we gotta set the stage so the our story starts with jamie who Mm -hmm. is our protagonist and jamie is in middle school and high school she's in high school Mm mm-hmm so, Jamie's in high school, and Jamie has a diary. And in Jamie's diary, she writes about her life, but instead of writing, it, writing about it from the perspective of Jamie dictating her events, Jamie writes a story where Jamie plays a character who goes to a high school full of characters who are for a better word, her who represent her schoolmates. So her friends, her crushes, her enemies, her teachers, all of them exist within this fictional high school where Isabel, who's known as Iz, is the most popular girl.
0: Isabel sorry. You didn't explain who so so Isabella or Isabel is Jamie's alter ego. Yes. So, so she so Jamie and Is are two main protagonists, but they are the same person. Two actresses that are actually sisters split the role.
1: Yeah. And so it's important to kind of get it squared away because it's almost like some Tyler Durden fight clip stuff. Like is it is is Mm -hmm. isabel is the alter ego of jamie and at different points jamie sees herself as is or sees is in her or her behaviors but who jamie is and who isabel is (laughs) a lot of is are distinctly different people Mm -hmm. and exist in different worlds which yeah. is important to understand, too. But
0: they, the, as the movie goes on, they start to merge, which is when I was, like, really not able to keep up with writing this script anymore. So It's it's a good movie. Yeah.
1: And I, I you know, spoiler alert, we're going to give it a puff. You should definitely watch it. But I yeah. would just say, like, once you watch it, you understand why it may not be that easy for us to, like, give a straight-down-the-list synopsis. But... Mm-hmm set the stage as best I could, I should really stop saying that it's difficult to understand because maybe you understand it. Maybe you just want me to stop saying it's difficult.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So here we go. Um, yeah. I know that we kind of just gave a brief introduction, but to go over the synopsis, so Jamie goes to high school when um, and she has, you know, her mom, her dad, and her brother. And she also has a group of friends that she's really close with. She has two two friends that are girls, and then she has her guy friend. So the main plot starts off with Isab- Isabella and Jamie both go to the same high school, but obviously they're in different worlds. And We're we're introduced to Isabella as Jamie writing about this story of, like, she's doing great in P.E., and, you know, she has a ton of friends, and she's popular, and her crush Marco is into her, and she also talks about Sawyer, who—sorry, she talks about Myrna, who plays Sawyer, Jamie's arch nemesis in in high school— And so she's writing this story, and she kind of, like, has this fantasy land. So there's Jamie, there's Connor, which is her guy friend, and then Lindsay and Harmony are her two girlfriends. And they all work at Jamie's family has a pizza shop. And so they work at the pizza shop, and they serve some of their, like, frenemies in school, and they are just, like, a a good, fun group of friends that really likes to come together. They're at Jamie's house after work and they're about to have a sleepover and they have to submit these essays about, like, ways that they would improve their school. And Jamie, while she loves to write as, like, a hobby in her journal, she's not really into, like, writing for school. So she just, like, wrote some fluff essay about why they need more time during passing periods. But... When she went to go print it, she has this very nifty, like, early 2000s tablet. This is um,
1: very early two thousand. This is, like, Windows 95 level technology yeah. in 2006.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so as she went to go print it from her tablet to her wireless printer, like, the file wasn't printing. So, she sent, she emailed it to her friend, um, who was going to print it for her, but she emailed the wrong file so instead of writing sending her her essay about passing period time she actually sent her friend Lindsay her personal diary
1: but no because now that I'm thinking about it it wasn't just that she emailed the thing instead of printing it she sent it to the wrong email address too because she sent it into the paper
0: I don't know how that whole scene worked out. You yeah. know I watched it like three <clears throat> times and I was still like, what yeah.
1: It was just so happen? Same scenario. Lindsay, so uh, Jamie can't print her paper. Lindsay is like, hey, email it to me. I'll print it out. As she's sending the email to Lindsay, she accidentally presses send on another email.
0: And I don't understand it.
1: Sends her diary. It's it's more convoluted than like the movie didn't do it justice. So
0: anyway, way.
1: <laughs> her personal diary, the life of Isabel or whatever it was mm-hmm. called, has been sent to the newspaper, and when the winners of the contents are announced. Jamie wasn't expecting to hear her name. Like All she thought is that she you know, entered a run-of-the-mill essay in the run-of-the-mill essay contest. But she realizes that not only was it her journal that was submitted, but she won the contest and is immediately mortified. And wants to run away immediately because, of course, no one wants their personal diary literally on the front page.
0: But, but. that's the thing people don't realize it's her personal diary
1: exactly
0: cuz everything
1: is framed as this fictional as fiction right yeah. so even if people represent other people or even if is herself represents Jamie it doesn't appear that way initially mm-hmm. to everyone at first it's just a fiction novel that she turned in and people love it her teachers love it newspaper loves it her friends love it. Like, the school... Like, the kids in the school love it. Which, actually, I feel like... That's the highest praise.
0: And she she got, like, suddenly popular, too. Like, yeah. she was... The people, like, Sawyer, a.k.a. Myrna, who was, like, her, like... Yeah, which is frenemy, funny. Like, suddenly wants to eat lunch with her. And... Yeah, because like, not she even she like, to wants to be her out.
1: friend, but, like... She was, like, shading the hell out of her at her yeah. family shop. And it was just, like, as soon as the book sales come on, she's like, oh, like, you're popular now, so you sit next to me. hmm But Jamie is is with it because she wants to sit next to her crush who sits next to...
0: Well, Sawyer and Marco are dating.
1: Oh, so she's trying to... But then they
0: break up. She's
1: trying to move in on Marco, so... Mm-hmm.
0: So... The thing is, is that like she suddenly gets launched into stardom, and the people that got a hold of her of her book want more. And she has all of these years of diaries and journals built up, so she suddenly becomes like this best selling author to the point where she like gets a handler, and that's like as she calls her her handler. Like that's when things really started to change.
1: Yeah. So, after she gets her handler, she does an interview, and in that interview, she lets slip that she represents herself as is. That Jamie represents herself as is. And then the reporter, with another shrewd question, gets her to admit that the characters in the book are modeled after people in her life. So, all of a sudden, you know, the most popular book in. I don't know, it could be one of the most popular books in the country by this point. Mm. Like, it's catching fire.
0: Definitely did well in the young adult category.
1: Yeah, so definitely the most popular book in their school catches fire because everyone now feels like they're a part of it and wants to ask Jamie who they represent and why.
0: And, like, doesn't really like the way that they were portrayed.
1: (laughs) Yeah, not everyone likes the way that they're portrayed. So her friends don't feel that they're portrayed very flatteringly and also feel that Jamie is distancing herself from them now that she's started to gain a little popularity. Mm -hmm. And she kind of has rose-tinted glasses for Marco both in the book and in real life in ways that isn't really true to form.
0: So, one of the things that Jamie had tried to do was to get some time with her friends because as she became more popular, she was spending more time, like, in interviews and with her handler. So, she got her and her friends to sign up to decorate for the Deep Blue Sea dance. It it looks like a winter formal-ish style dance, like a, a nice dance at the high school. And so, as... The movie goes on, though. Like, she forgets about, like... How that she signed up to decorate. And she said, well, my handler was supposed to call you and cancel. And not only does she, like, bail on that. But her friend Lindsay had scheduled a protest in the park. And really needed help. And had also, like, advertised Jamie as kind of, like... a The pull. Yeah, the pool to get people to come to her protest. And Jamie bails on that. And so her friends are not happy with her. So, like... Her, and, her good friends her best
1: friends and then like in a really unnecessarily dickish move like her brother is practicing yeah. guitar solo that he wants to do and she just like gets upset with him practicing like goes into his room and tells him that you know like you're not good like you should quit yeah which is sad because he does for a second like, So he, he throws away his guitar
0: yeah, so, like, her friends are mad at her. Her brother is upset with her. And then on top of it, because they were supposed to have a... They were supposed to have a book signing at the pizza shop. But because of the news that came out of all of these people being, like, characters in her book, nobody shows up to the the book signing at the pizza parlor. And so, like, the family that was already struggling is... Now, like, we might have to shut our doors. And that was, like, a big reason for Jamie doing this. is because, like, she knew her family's financial situation. And she wanted to help out. But it kind of, like, backfired in how she did it.
1: Yeah.
0: Connor, um, one of Jamie's good friends, like, has a heart-to-heart with, with Jamie on AIM. And he's kind of like, hey, I know that... The old you is in there, right? And he writes this letter to the editor of the school newspaper saying that, like, hey, like, let's let's not cancel Jamie just yet. <laughs> and it's her first experience of stardom, you know. But, but essentially, so Jamie reads it, and she's like, oh, my God, Marco wrote this. Remember, Marco's her crush. He's also the only one that she used the real name of the person from real life in her book. So, her and Marco, after he broke up with Sawyer, have gotten together. And Jamie thinks that he wrote that because she knows his writing style. But really, what Jamie doesn't know is that Connor, like, writes Marco's papers for him. So, like, what he... What Jamie thought was Marco's style of writing is actually Connor's style, style of writing. So... She like when she saw this in the school paper. She's like, "Oh, Marco, how sweet!" And Connor's like, "Yo, bruh, like that was me. Bruh. Like, <laughs> don't forget your A one since day one's."
1: She she absolutely forgot her A ones.
0: Yeah, she's that's, that's rude. I mean, this is a story about fame and the fame monster bit Jamie. So, do you want to go into the part about how the like getting to the dance? Honestly I was high as Okay so I'll talk about her. it <laughs> so, so it was about to be the school dance The deep blue sea dance that Jamie was supposed to Help decorate but didn't And she's set to go with Marco and which is Really heartbreaking for Connor because he has a crush On her and he even got Like his brother to lend him the car she, Like but And like had to
1: bust his ass to Yeah get had his to do like an like, insane car. number like, of chores And like had to do his brother's laundry For like a month, month.
0: Yeah. Like, so, to get this. So, Jamie's going to the dance with Marco, but, like, she's really not excited to go, um, because she knows that everyone hates her. And on top of that, Marco keeps calling her is. Like, yeah. he keeps calling her is, and she's like, it's Jamie. So, when she's at the dance, everyone's having a good time. The decorations look stellar, and Miss Gallagher... um, like, wants to, wants to welcome Jamie on stage to, like, give her an award or something. And Jamie's, like, she really doesn't want to do it because she knows that everyone hates her. And so, this is, like, the biggest example of, like, how Jamie and Iz start to become, like, the same person because she's, like, talking to Iz on stage but, yeah. like, is isn't there. So, everyone just sees Jamie talking to herself. Yeah, this is,
1: like, where it gets And, really like, looking over
0: like. her shoulder. And so, yeah, there were, like, a lot of these scenes where the two are interacting simultaneously. But this one was, like, a major part of the plot and also just, like, impossible It was the first time about. that,
1: like, she was interacting with Iz where other people were around. Yeah. So, it's kind of, like, implies that, like, all those other times she was kind of just talking to herself.
0: Yeah, yeah, because, you know, Iz is this person that she created in her head, but, like, to her, she's very real. And so she's talking to herself on stage, and she essentially, like, realizes that she was shitty to everyone, and she, like, apologizes. But meanwhile, (laughs) Harmony and Lindsay had, like, made this, like, um, what is it called like paper mache paper mache whale, yeah. but it was like really really fancy. And and like in part of like one of their protests, they filled the whale with seaweed and sign like papers that were like save the whales. Yeah. And so they were like trying to make a statement at the school dance. Jamie sees that harmony and Lindsay are about to like pull the lever on this. And instead, like she goes and pulls the the lever, and like seaweed like Like, covers everyone. We
1: watched this like two weeks ago.
0: Also, we were so high. But like yeah, so like there's this whole thing. So she apologizes. She gets the whole dance covered in seaweed. She finds Connor and they kiss. And like they, her brother gets on stage and dedicates a song to her. And like everyone is just like everyone
1: they go back to the pizza parlor yeah the seaweed gets on the pizza now everyone loves the seaweed pizza basically everything good that can happen does happen
0: yeah the end that i'm sorry i shouldn't apologize but i hope you guys got got that content so so how does it hold up in 2020 i thought it was great i thought it held up pretty well
1: yeah i thought it was really fun and and really funny. Um, I it felt was really like, funny. I felt like there were so many funny scenes, and I felt like the characters themselves were pretty... I felt like for most DCOMs, it was a pretty out-there plot. hmm I feel like the plot is something that was a little bit more nuanced for most DCOMs, and I appreciate that. hmm Even though, like, some of the way that it was represented was a little cringe, like, it is weird to think that, like, she was kind of talking to herself, because they didn't really, like, interact with the, like, the idea that, like, they're just, like, watching somebody have a nervous breakdown, it's Um, like, she just has that conversation with herself on stage, and then everyone just acts like that didn't happen.
0: I also, like, I didn't gloss over, I just didn't mention, like, so one of the, one of the little storylines that was going on is like so when Jamie was like in full stardom mode, she was like going to this fancy party and there was like this much older guy there that like she had a crush on and he looked like he was like forty, remember? That guy that had the girlfriend and then the girlfriend and Jamie got their heads stuck together and then (laughs) KK's giving me a face like I have no idea what you're talking about. But yeah, there was that old guy that she was into. That was kind of cringe. And yeah, he was, like, into her. That's it cringe. was weird. Yeah. No, where are they now's... The Panabaker ba- Pana girl. So, the the two sisters that um, are the actresses in this movie are... Kay and Danielle Panabaker. Mm-hmm. So, one of them... I don't know the difference. <laughs> we're opening up Wikipedia. Uh... So, scroll, scroll, scroll. Because it s- said one so of them... So, Kay
1: Panabaker a- is a zoologist and former actress. Yeah. Who is, you know, now out here zoologing up.
0: Yeah. But her sister, Danielle Panabaker, has actually been in, like, some other... Some other stuff.
1: Yeah. And Danielle Panabaker, a.k.a. is is Has been in a bunch of stuff, including the word Priyana 3 double D ha 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 and she has uh, she has guest appearances on the Arrowverse where she plays as Caitlin Snow aka
0: Killer Frost so yeah the two actresses they act
1: (laughs) one's a zoologist one's Um, be out here zooing the other is out here freezing and then also the dad the dad yeah uh Tom Virtue Tom Virtue Junior, who
0: is Jamie's right. dad
1: Yeah and he so plays
0: Jamie literally Disney. everything He's the actor that we were like as soon as he came on we were like who is that guy and then we like googled him and he's been in everything like this dude has consistently acted from like 1982 to current like, Today. Like dude, is in everything. He's the dad from Even Stevens, as well as like, just the just the type of like actor that you're like. I know that face. He's in everything. And you know, you know that face because you have seen him because he's been in everything. So what he's I was telling, acting strong for now, going almost forty years now. Most recently, he's in Dead to Me, which is a popular Netflix Netflix show. Yeah, but. Yeah, it was it was funny to see that. So yeah, some some good actors in this film.
1: Yeah, a lot of people who are still kicking and sticking around now. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think was the best dialogue for you? Mm,
0: I thought it was funny, just like the like love letter that Marco had written mm-hmm. that Jamie thought well she thought Marco wrote it but Connor wrote it I just thought that was funny I also thought it was funny when <laughs> when the dad so KK thought like their dad is like a huge I did stoner not think.
1: I knew from examining the evidence that they had given us mm-hmm. that this man clearly makes pizzas based on having the munchies
0: yeah he's a stoner
1: because like he would put anything on a pizza like the pizza Like the excuse me the pizza the show the movie ends with See, we get down to pizza and then being like, fuck it, people. Happy like
0: little it. accident.
1: Happy little accident. My man is the boss like of pizza.
0: Anytime that the dad was on the screen, it was a pretty funny moment.
1: It, 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 yeah, exactly. A happy little accident. And right, then, as so, far as
0: montages, we, of course, had like a photo shoot, try on clothes montage when Jamie was getting famous and, like, in all these interviews. We also had, like, a sad, somber montage of Jamie getting ready for the dance and, like, reflecting on all of her, like, childhood memories so with her friends that are not talking to her. And so, yeah, we had we had a couple of those guys. Those were our two main montages. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, so... It was a pretty tight plot. I feel like...
0: There was a lot that happened, uh, To be
1: fair... Like, the decoms that... Some of the decoms have a lot more montage than others. I'll just mm-hmm. say it like that. This one had a lot...
0: It had a lot of storyline. It had a lot to think so about, which line.
1: was good. It was very fun to yeah. watch. So, we already uh, alluded to our thoughts before, but I'm gonna give it a puff. I'm gonna I give th- it a puff. Yeah. So, two puffs from us. Mm-hmm. I think it's a fun decom. I feel like kids today would like it, because like, to a degree, it does kind of make a commentary on, like, the fame monster, and Mm -hmm. probably more relevant now than it was then. The idea that, like, you could do something, or say something that, like, is, like, an inside joke, or, like, send something that, Mm -hmm. you know, you may not expect, and, like, become famous. Hopefully for positive reasons, obviously, but the idea of, like, someone being catapulted into fame and having to, like, deal with that is probably more relevant now than it was when this movie came out.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, heard it here, folks. We also just want to say that the author of the... So, this movie is actually written... What am I trying to say? This movie is based on a book called read it and weep and we actually like randomly on instagram connected with the author and she was so cool and like really just like kind of encouraged us to listen to this or to watch this up, up. she encouraged us to watch this movie um, because it wasn't even on my radar it, it, I think it came out in 2006 so yeah,
1: yeah she I definitely did see this when it came out mm-hmm. but yeah it was a great watch
0: yeah so hope you all have a lovely week i am so hungry i like want to go eat dinner right now yeah it's eight it's like 8 30
1: here yeah hungry. this podcast will come out like in three weeks no <laughs> i'm no. kk i'm wiggles and uh good night and stay safe
0: yeah have a good week we'll catch you all next time
1: we love you essential workers Donate $5 to
0: Wikipedia. Donate $5 to Wikipedia. Tip 50% when you get takeout. Tip 50%. (laughs) And catch y'all next week.